Let my prayer be set forth in thy sight as the incense, and let the lifting up of my hands be an evening sacrifice. Let us humbly confess our sins unto Almighty God. Almighty and most merciful Father, we have erred and strayed from thy ways like lost sheep. We have followed too much the devices and desires of our own hearts. We have offended against thy holy laws. We have left undone those things which we ought to have done, and we have done those things which we ought not to have done, and there is no health in us. But thou, O Lord, have mercy upon us, miserable offenders. Bear thou those, O God, who confess their faults. Restore thou those who are penitent, according to thy promises declared unto mankind in Christ Jesus our Lord. And grant, O most merciful Father, for his sake, that we may hereafter live a godly, righteous, and sober life. To the glory of thy holy name. Amen. The Almighty and merciful Lord grant you absolution and remission of all your sins. Through repentance, amendment of life, and the grace and consolation of his Holy Spirit. Amen. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Psalm 20 and 21 beginning on page 364. The Lord hear thee in the day of trouble. The name of the God of Jacob defend thee. Send thee help from the sanctuary and strengthen thee out of Zion. Remember all thy offerings and accept thy burnt sacrifice. Grant thee thy heart's desire and fulfill all thy mind. We will rejoice in thy salvation and triumph in the name of the Lord our God. The Lord perform all thy petition. Now know I that the Lord helpeth his anointed and will hear him from his holy heaven, even with the whole some strength of his right hand. Some put their trust in chariots and some in horses, but we will remember the name of the Lord our God. They are brought down and fallen, but we are risen and stand upright. Save, Lord, and hear us, O King of heaven, when we call upon thee. Psalm 21 The king shall rejoice in thy strength, O Lord. Exceedingly glad shall he be of thy salvation. Thou hast given him his heart's desire, and hast not denied him the request of his lips. For thou shalt meet him with the blessings of goodness, and shalt set a crown of pure gold upon his head. He asked life of thee, and thou gavest him a long life, even for ever and ever. His honor is great in thy salvation. Glory and great worship shall thou lay upon him. For thou shalt give him everlasting felicity, and make him glad with the joy of thy countenance. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the tenth verse of the fifth chapter of the book of Hosea. The princes of Judah are like those who remove a landmark. I will pour out my wrath on them like water. Ephraim is oppressed and broken in judgment, because he willingly walked by human precept. Therefore I will be to Ephraim like a moth, and to the house of Judah like rottenness. When Ephraim saw his sickness, and Judah saw his wound, then Ephraim went to Assyria, and sent to King Jerob. Yet he cannot cure you, nor heal you of your wound. For I will be like a lion to Ephraim, and like a young lion to the house of Judah. I, even I, will tear them and go away. I will take them away, and no one shall rescue. I will return again to my place, till they acknowledge their offense. Then they will seek my face. In their affliction they will earnestly seek me. Come, and let us return to the Lord, for he has torn, but he will heal us. He has stricken, but he will bind us up. After two days he will revive us. On the third day he will raise us up that we may live in his sight. Let us know, let us pursue the knowledge of the Lord. His going forth is established as the morning. He will come to us like the rain, like the latter and former rain to the earth. O Ephraim, what shall I do to you? O Judah, what shall I do to you? For your faithfulness is like a morning cloud, and like the early dew it goes away. Therefore I have hewn them by the prophets, I have slain them by the words of my mouth, and your judgments are like light that goes forth. For I desire mercy and not sacrifice, and the knowledge of God more than burnt offerings. Here endeth the first lesson. My soul doth magnify the Lord, and my spirit hath rejoiced in God my Savior, for he hath regarded the lowliness of his handmaiden. For behold, from henceforth, all generations shall call me blessed. For he that is mighty hath magnified me, and holy is his name. And his mercy is on them that fear him throughout all generations. He hath showed strength with his arm. He hath scattered the proud in the imagination of their hearts. He hath put down the mighty from their seat, and hath exalted the humble and meek. He hath filled the hungry with good things, and the rich he hath sent empty away. He, remembering his mercy, hath holpen his servant Israel, as he promised to our forefathers, Abraham and his seed forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the sixth chapter of Paul's epistle to the Galatians. Brethren, if a man is overtaken in any trespass, you who are spiritual, restore such a one in a spirit of gentleness, considering yourself lest you also be tempted. Bear one another's burdens, and so fulfill the law of Christ. For if anyone thinks himself to be something when he is nothing, he deceives himself. But let each one examine his own work, and then he will have rejoicing in himself alone, and not in another. For each one shall bear his own load. Let him who is taught the word share in all good things with him who teaches. Do not be deceived, God is not mocked, for whatever a man sows, that he will also reap. 
For he who sows to his flesh will of the flesh reap corruption, but he who sows to the Spirit will of the Spirit reap everlasting life. And let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all, especially to those who are of the household of faith. Here endeth the second lesson. Lord, now lettest thou thy servant depart in peace according to thy word. For mine eyes have seen thy salvation, which thou hast prepared before the face of all people, to be a light to lighten the Gentiles, and to be the glory of thy people Israel. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O Lord, save the state. And mercifully hear us when we call upon thee. And do thy ministers with righteousness. And make thy chosen people joyful. O Lord, save thy people. And bless thine inheritance. Give peace in our time, O Lord. For it is thou, Lord, only that makest us dwell in safety. O God, make clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord, who has taught us that all our doings without charity are nothing worth, send thy Holy Ghost and pour into our hearts that most excellent gift of charity, the very bond of peace and of all virtue, without which whosoever liveth is counted dead before thee. Grant this for thine only Son, Jesus Christ's sake. Amen. O God, from whom all holy desires, all good counsels, and all just works do proceed, Give unto thy servants that peace which the world cannot give, that our hearts may be set to obey thy commandments, and also that by thee, we being defended from the fear of our enemies, may pass our time in rest and quietness, through the merits of Jesus Christ our Savior. Amen. Lighten our darkness, we beseech thee, O Lord, and by thy great mercy defend us from all perils and dangers of this night, for the love of thy only Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Good evening to all. Well, brief thoughts for us tonight. Our Psalms together direct us in the um, a recurring image in the Psalter, which is the anointed one. Um, and this has a couple of horizons of meaning in the Psalm tradition. Um, we have to remember that anointed one is where we get our word um, Christ from. A Christus is, a, is an anointed one. 
um, and it, it, is, it is someone who has been um, typically you know, set apart with a ceremonial outpouring of, of, of holy oil, um, and that signifies the Spirit of God, which has set them apart for a particular thing. Um, in, in, in some instances, it's for the priesthood. In some instances, it's for um, a kingly role, um, as we see in the example of both Saul and David. Um, and this is referring to um, a, a royal, sort of a royal um, anointed one. Um, and it uh, has to do with a visitation of the king and the king's, um, the, the power that God exercises through the person of the king. Um, and uh, when we take all of Psalm 20 and 21 and, and put them in dialogue with each other, we can see this image of, of divine deliverance and providence that comes through uh, the through, a, through the good king, through the Lord's own anointed, um, which is suggestive of a king that is that walks in harmony with the law of God and so is an arm of that law, an agent of that law, um, and that there is no disparity, which, as we know from reading Israel's history, is a, is a bit of an anomaly, um, given how often they seemed to err. Um, but nevertheless, it is guides for the land and also exercises justice and judgment. Um, and when uh, and so in the imagery of the psalm, this is also an image of um, vindication against the enemies of of those who are faithful to God and who are who stand with His anointed. Um, and if we read, were to read the second half of Psalm 21, that would be that imagery becomes clear in the sense that when the King comes to deliver justice, it is um, a glorious thing for those who are vindicated by that pronouncement. Um, and it is also a fearful thing for those who have um, rebelled against it and, and stood in, in its path. And so when we look at this, um, this, this imagery here, um, it helps us to see that in the same instance, depending on how you are, you are standing in relationship, in covenant relationship to God, um, there is the possibility of experiencing that as a, a great boon, uh, a great um, vindication, uh, or as a as a terrible day of calamity, um, if you were trying to do something that was not lawful, um, and so as we we take that as an image and look at it, look through it into our first lesson tonight in Hosea, this is the um, the predicament that Jerusalem finds it in, and we'll remember that Hosea um, it was even uh, was called to minister primarily to the northern kingdom of Israel just prior to the, um, the Assyrian conquest. Um, but Hosea is the southern kingdom of Judah, um, which is, is looking at the northern kingdom's impending plight and the kind of fragmenting of its national, of its, of its kingdom security um, as the empire to its north is, uh, is about to bear down upon it. Um, and they're looking at that as, um, you know, t bad, bad news for them. But, you know, uh, what does that have to do with us? Um, and Hosea's prophecies tonight, um, they, they, they turn with the implications of the judgment of the northern kingdom on the southern kingdom, saying, um, you know, don't kid yourselves to think that you're more secure than you are. Um, you have, of course, the temple city, you have Jerusalem. Um, but don't think that because you have the temple and all and, and the, the necessary sacrifices that God calls from forth from the people through that temple, it does not mean that the same judgment that's being visited on the northern kingdom will not also be visited upon you. 
Um, and in fact, um, a more a harsher judgment in some ways is, is, a, is awaiting you because you are the temple city and because you are supposed to be the, the epicenter of covenant righteousness and you have not been that. Um, and so because the, in, as we'll go on and read in the prophets throughout Lent, you know, Jerusalem has fallen victim to a, a terrible kind of injustice and they've oppressed the poor and those in need. And they've also um, begun to grow increasingly hypocritical surrounding their sacrifices. And they make them, they make them very with very beautiful liturgies and in a very beautiful temple, but um, their hearts are very far from God. Um, and so as, you know, as we're, as we're looking at what's about to happen in the calamity of the Southern Kingdom, as we get into Jeremiah's prophecies, this is what will be at hand here. And so uh, as we take a look at that and, you know, we, you know, we, we have to remember Hosea saying like, how, you know, if you're seeing this happen to your brethren, how, how could you not think it, it's going to happen to you as well? You're not, you're all one people. You are God's covenant people. And even though you've splintered yourselves into two different kingdoms, um, you cannot look with a kind of, of schadenfreude over at your, at your neighbor and expect that, you know, something different is going to happen in your own home. Uh, and as we look at Galatians, you know, St. Paul draws this out with a point, with a real uh, point when he says, God is not mocked. Whatever a person sows, that they will reap. Um, and this day of visitation is coming that all will be made to pass before the Lord. Um, and that's really what the kind of sacred symbolism of Ash Wednesday and the Lenten season are is this beginning uh, of this march toward the cross where we will all come uh, and be brought before the one we have pierced because of our sins. Um, and it will be a day of great mourning and lamentation, as Zechariah says, as, as though mourning for a firstborn son. Um, and this is, um, this is the image of the season we're about to enter, is that whatever we're doing, we're now called to kind of drop it and examine our, our relationship to God in relation to his covenant. And this, of course, is different from Old Testament Israel, um, who had the law and the, and the Torah to which they were bound. But now um, we, are, we, have been, we have received the covenant in Christ. And so it is that time we're called to you know, stop what we're doing and examine how am I standing before God in, relate, in the relationship I have with him through this covenant in Christ's blood? Um, and to really earnestly ask that question. Um, because as Paul says, you know, you know, while we have time, let's do good unto all and especially unto them that are of the household of faith. Um, this is a time when we should be renewed um, in, in the good deeds of salvation and in the love that motivates them and to be grown where love is perhaps most difficult. Because it's in those places where um, we really grow in righteousness in those places where we are really conformed to Christ and where we really receive the grace of his cross and thereby the grace of his resurrection. And so as we hear these again tonight, you know, we have to remember the, the king is the king has come, you know, the Lord's anointed is at hand. And for those who are, you know, who, who you know, turn in repentance and faith and, and, and put their trust in his mercy. Um, it is a great day, a great day of vindication. And for those that, you know, who, who kind of shirk this moment of opportunity and stand opposed to him, it is going to become a great day of lamentation um, because he is only going to, um, you know, more fully manifest his kingdom and consummate that kingdom. This is the um, only track the world is on. Um, and so it is, you know, ours right now. Um, to to take advantage of this time, and while we have that time to be turned, 
um, and in being turned, find that God is abundantly merciful to forgive and to perfect and to heal. Um, because that, that's where we want to be standing um, when that when when the when the when the great when the great end comes when the, the day of the Lord is at hand that's where we want to be. So we practice that tonight. Um, we come and we confess. We come and we offer our our, our evening sacrifice of praise and thanksgiving together, um, in the hopes that in doing so liturgically we are also formed inwardly. Um, and as we offer these words together in community, we're formed from the heart in them. Because in the end, that is what really matters. And, the, and again, the Lord knows. So we ask in that knowledge for the grace to be inwardly transformed, that we might offer this prayer with, uh, with integrity. And we'll turn with, uh, with that to our intercession on page 590. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. And may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thank you all so much for being here tonight. It's good to be with you. Thanks to Barbara and Rochelle, my co-leaders. Hope you all have a wonderful evening, and I'll see you on Friday. Thank you.